Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into Pitch Perfect, a comprehensive guide teeming with invaluable advice aimed at honing your communication skills. Written by the esteemed Bill McGowan, an Emmy Award winning correspondent and CEO of Clarity Media Group, alongside accomplished journalist and author Elisa Bowman. Pitch Perfect is your roadmap to mastering the art of persuasion and presenting your ideas with unparalleled clarity and impact. Whether you're sharpening your professional acumen or elevating your personal interactions, Pitch Perfect caters to all by breaking down seven foundational principles. These principles empower you to craft and convey your narratives with the precise tone, ensuring your message isn't just heard but resonates deeply. From boardroom pitches to casual conversations, the teachings in this book are as versatile as they are powerful. This episode is perfect for anyone eager to infuse confidence into their stories, make their points with pinpoint precision, and leave a memorable impression in every dialogue. With insights gleaned from Bill McGowan's vast experience in training high-profile figures like Eli Manning and Sheryl Sandberg, This book is an indispensable tool for those aspiring to elevate their conversational prowess to new heights. Join us as we uncover the secrets to becoming a truly effective communicator with Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. How to say it right, the first time, every time. Introduction. Craft the perfect pitch and elevate your communication game. Have you ever experienced that dreaded moment? Your palms are sweaty, your heart is racing, and you're about to present your ideas to a room that seems more intimidating than supportive. You remember the old adage about envisioning your audience in their skivvies? But let's face it, that's not going to secure a standing ovation or a nod of approval from your boss. So, What's the formula for pitching your ideas effectively, ensuring your message resonates whether you're in the boardroom or at the dinner table? Great communication skills are vital, and this book, Pitch Perfect, offers practical advice that can help you acquire the prowess needed to shine in any scenario. In this segment of our series, we delve into the strategies and tactics that prevent your message from falling flat. You'll learn how to sidestep the common pitfalls that can hinder your ascent up the career ladder and discover how to streamline your communication, giving you the time and confidence to transform your bright ideas into action. More than just enhancing public speaking, these tips will also resonate in your personal life. They're the bridge between engaging in conflicts with a partner and cherishing constructive conversations with friends. So let's unpack the secrets together. Prepare to uncover communication habits that might be sabotaging your professional advancement, techniques to control that unnerving tremble in your voice during speeches, tactics to captivate your listeners and make your words unforgettable, insights into Steve Jobs' mastery of presentations, strategies for becoming an adept, conversationalist, and a cautionary tale of how inadequate communication can cost even the most famous business leaders their positions. Stay tuned as we explore the art of the pitch and master the language of success. Part 1. Mastering the art of communication can make or break your crucial moments. Imagine standing at life's proverbial crossroads, where a single conversation can alter the course of your career or shape your personal relationships. 
In these defining moments, the power of precise and intentional communication cannot be overstressed. The situations where you have just one shot to get your message across perfectly are countless, and the stakes are high. When you're at work, the ability to communicate effectively isn't just a nice-to-have skill. It is often the deciding factor in whether you scale the professional hierarchy or remain on the lower rungs. Consider those critical junctures like when your boss is fishing for insights on internal roadblocks within the company. Imagine their gaze upon you, expectancy written all over their face. Now freeze that frame. This is your moment. If you avert your eyes and murmur an uncertain response, you've just signaled that you may not have the metal or insight they're looking for. On the flip side, if you're too forthright and inadvertently disparage the company's structure, you might seem insubordinate or rude. In both scenarios, you're not exactly painting a picture of promotion material. Study after study mirrors this sentiment, highlighting that poor communication is often the barrier standing between an individual and their next career leap. But if you manage to get your message across succinctly and impactfully from the outset, you won't just impress you'll prevent the all-too-common dance of misinterpretation and clarification. It frees up your time, and in the economy of business, time translates to productivity and efficiency. This concept spills into your home life as well. If it takes multiple attempts to persuade your child to finish their homework, each of those tries is time lost, for both of you. Time that could be spent in laughter, learning, or leisure. Getting it right the first time keeps you on course, whether you're pitching a groundbreaking idea at work or navigating the delicate architecture of family dynamics. Remember, it's reported that almost two-thirds of proposals fail, not because they lack ingenuity, but because they're communicated poorly. So the next time you're presenting that cutting-edge website technology, don't dwell on the process of its creation. Instead, captivate your listeners with its benefits and the value it adds to the company. That's pitch-perfect communication the golden key unlocking the doors of opportunity and understanding. Part 2. Make a lasting first impression with a powerful opening statement. The moment you stand to deliver a presentation or begin a crucial conversation, it is as if you're standing against the tide. The seconds are ticking, and within the brief span of half a minute, you must cast a spell over your audience, making them yearn for more or risk losing them to the ever-tempting digital distraction of their smartphones? Do you wish to captivate your audience from the get-go and prevent them from retreating into their private digital worlds? Here's how. Sidestep the traditional preamble. Forget outlining the agenda up front. That's a snooze-fest waiting to happen. Instead, plunge directly into the heart of your presentation. Rather than telling them what you'll discuss, Show them by diving headfirst into your most impactful argument or sharing an anecdote that's inherently tied to your core message. Remember, the opener is your showstopper. It should be concise, laden with suspense, and pack a punch of surprise. Great opening acts feature stories that intrigue, statements that challenge the status quo, or questions that provoke thought. Take a leaf from Steve Jobs' 1984 playbook. When he introduced himself as, hi, I'm Steve Jobs, despite his fame, he did so with mischievous charm, earning laughter and applause. He didn't rest on celebrity. He delivered the unexpected and leapfrogged straight into his groundbreaking ideas.
and before you take the stage at a high-stakes setting, why not rehearse where the stakes are somewhat friendlier? Test your opening move at dinner, amidst the cacophony of cutlery and casual chatter with friends, definitely not colleagues, or even your screen-immersed teenage kids. If they lift their gaze and lean in, you're on the right track. If not, it's back to the drawing board. The opening statement is your hook. Wield it wisely and watch as you transform listeners into captivated followers, eager for what follows next. Part 3. Leverage the power of visual storytelling to captivate your audience. Picture this. You're weaving a tale or delivering a key point in a presentation, and every listener is perched on the edge of their seat, fully engrossed in your words. How do you achieve that level of rapt attention? The secret lies in the art of visual storytelling, where the narrative comes alive with imagery and anticipation. The magic starts with building suspense. Cue the classic, out of nowhere, the unexpected occurred, and weaving in personal touches that transform your audience from passive observers to emotionally invested participants. These elements create a story that is not just heard, but experienced. Consider the power of visual details. Imagine if an economist is tasked with explaining the hyperinflation that plagued Brazil back in the 80s. How can she paint a picture that sticks? She might tell a story of ordinary Brazilians lugging bags of rapidly devaluing money, a vivid image that instantly offers a window into the consequences of financial turmoil. Yet storytelling becomes an intricate dance when statistics enter the scene. With numbers, the goal is to morph cold data into visual snapshots that resonate. If direct visualization proves tricky, analogies become the storyteller's best friend. They translate the abstract into the relatable. Our sales have surged by 100%. Picture Michael Jordan sinking twice as many hoops. And it's not just the substance of your story that captivates, it's your delivery. The richness of your voice, its pitch, pace, and projection can underscore your message and make it memorable. Consider, for example, Steve Jobs, who masterfully employed these vocal tools. When he sought to emphasize Apple's ascent to industry dominance, he slowed his speech, introduced dramatic pauses, and whispered the finale, Apple is the number one ma mobile devices company in the world. Each pause, each modulated whisper left a lasting imprint on his audience. Harness these storytelling and vocal techniques and watch as you transform your communications into memorable and impactful experiences for your listeners. Part 4. Simplify your message for a memorable and impactful takeaway. In today's fast-paced world where attention is a precious commodity, there's an art to being concise. Often the tendency is to inundate listeners with information, trying to impress or drive a point home. Unfortunately, such a tactic can backfire, causing your core message to get lost in the deluge of words. That's why it's paramount to distill your argument into its essence. Think of it as a culinary reduction, where the goal is to condense content until what remains is potent and succinct. Let's take a cue from the culinary world and apply the pasta sauce principle. Just as a sauce is simmered to enhance its flavor and thickness, your message should be concentrated down to its richest, most impactful elements. 
This practice aligns perfectly with the evidence from attention span studies, which suggest people's attentiveness during speeches taps out at about 18 minutes. Offering your audience bite-sized pieces of information ensures that they can thoroughly chew on and digest your message. Consider Twitter's meteoric rise to prominence. In our era of information overload, the platform triumphs with its trademark of delivering messages constrained to a brief and focused format. In the shadow of a tweet, even emails and blog posts may seem like verbose tomes. To sharpen your communication, start with crafting deliberate openers and closers. These bookends to your presentation are your anchors. Learn them by heart, as they will steady your nerves and reinforce your confidence. Knowing precisely how you'll embark on and conclude your journey means you can organically tailor the length of your content to the given time frame. And when the finale of your presentation is in sight, resist the urge to recapitulate what has preceded. Repetition often invites distraction, with the audience's attention slipping away just as you're about to wrap up. Instead, leave them with actionable advice that connects the dots between your message and their lives. Advise them on how to apply your insights. For example, next time you're crafting a speech, ensure it doesn't exceed 18 minutes and strive to make it both rich in content and concise in form. Embrace brevity and watch your presentations transform into powerful, memorable experiences that resonate long after the last word is spoken. Part five, pause and think to deliver your message with confidence and clarity. We've all been there, caught in the flurry of our own thoughts, speaking rapidly as we try to keep pace with the racing ideas in our minds. But is this the most effective way to communicate? The answer is no. A flurry of words often leads to mistakes and once spoken, words can't be reeled back in. That's why a thoughtful pause can make all the difference. People often fall into the trap of speaking quickly and extensively when they're feeling defensive or plagued by anxiety. There's a misconception that fast, non-stop talking can enhance persuasion, but in reality, it can come across as uncertainty or even instability. The underlying reason for this barrage of words is rooted in our neurology. When we're nervous, our thoughts tend to speed up, making it hard to choose our words carefully. If not careful, this heightened state can lead us to say things we might later regret. Remember Tony Haywood, the former chairman of BP? Amidst the catastrophic Gulf of Mexico oil spill, he made a comment that seemed to prioritize his personal inconvenience over the disaster at hand. There's no one who wants this thing over more than I do. You know, I'd like my life back. The backlash was immediate and harsh. A swift reminder that words uttered in haste can have lasting consequences. By consciously slowing down, you take control of the conversation. This deliberate pacing not only exhibits confidence, but also allows you to sidestep potential verbal missteps. When you allot your brain a moment to align thoughts coherently, you'll notice your ideas crystallizing into a more convincing structure. As your arguments gain in power and focus, so does your self-assurance. In essence, taking the time to think before speaking is more than just a safety net against impulsive remarks. It's a strategy that enhances the impact of your message, opening up a path to truly effective and persuasive communication. Part 6. 
project confidence through body language and a deliberate choice of attire. Visualize this scenario. A speaker steps onto the stage at a conference. His attire is a lackluster ensemble of creased shirt and faded jeans, and his hair suggests a comb is a stranger. As he speaks, his hands flail as though swatting invisible flies. It's human nature. Your attention drifts from his message to his disarray. This vignette illustrates a fundamental truth, the significance of posture and appearance in communication. It's essential to stand tall and engage in purposeful gesturing when addressing an audience. An upright stance not only exhibits assertiveness, but also has a psychological effect, boosting confidence by reducing stress levels by a quarter. Standing straight isn't just about looking good. It's about the cascade of confidence that follows, amplifying the impact of your words. As for gestures, restraint is key. While they can underscore your key points, Overindulgence or exaggerated movements can hijack your audience's focus, steering it away from your message and towards the spectacle of your physical performance. Your wardrobe and appearance play equally pivotal roles. They set the stage for your audience's perception, and any element that's a tad too loud, be it a stain on a collar or a distracting accessory, can pull attention away from your message. It's not just vanity. It's about ensuring your presence doesn't overshadow your communication. Consider the example of a TV chef known for her culinary prowess and, notably, her all-too-revealing attire. The unintended consequence of her choice in wardrobe was the alienation of a large portion of her female audience, who felt uncomfortable and threatened by her on-screen presence. Recognizing this, she adjusted her on-air attire to connect with her viewers on more comfortable terms, proving that one's apparel selection can shape the audience's reception and engagement. In sum, stand with poise and select a wardrobe that complements rather than competes with your presence. This will ensure that it's your message, not your mannerisms or fashion choices that leaves a lasting impression. Part seven, build trust by genuinely engaging with your audience. We've all encountered them. The perpetual talkers who weave their monologue without pausing to take a breath, let alone give someone else a chance to contribute. Although perhaps unintentional, they can leave others feeling overlooked and undervalued. If you aspire to master the art of communication, whether on a public platform or in one-on-one -on -one exchanges, it's crucial to steer clear of such one-sided interactions. Instead, demonstrating genuine interest can transform any dialogue into a meaningful connection. True interest is visible when you engage mentally with your conversation partner's narrative, giving them the floor to express themselves without interruption. Take a moment to reflect before responding. This shows that you are considering their perspective seriously. Your companion will naturally gravitate towards you, feeling validated and respected. This technique is not just polite, it's powerful particularly when dealing with clients who crave attention and acknowledgement. Such engagement not only fosters a positive rapport, but it also becomes a key to unlocking valuable insights about those you converse with. For instance, imagine a customer strolling into your sports store, mentioning her recent birthday gift of a kayak. Seize the opportunity to explore her enthusiasm for kayaking, her other sporting interests, and by doing so, 
you tailor your sales approach to perfectly align with her passions. However, showing interest is only half the equation. Combining this with generosity and modesty elevates the conversation further. Generosity and dialogue means soliciting views, delving into stories, and seriously considering opinions. This reciprocity creates an inviting atmosphere where others are drawn to converse with you and value your perspective. Modesty, meanwhile, is about prioritizing your interest in others over the rush to broadcast your own narrative. Imagine an entrepreneur eager to talk about his cutting-edge concept. Rather than launching headfirst into his pitch, a more effective strategy would be to open a dialogue with you, showing restraint until you express interest in his venture. By gently steering the conversation in your direction at first, he can then tailor his pitch to resonate with your specific interests when the moment arrives. By pairing interest with modesty and generosity, every interaction becomes a bridge to trust, paving the way for conversations that are not only heard, but wholeheartedly embraced. Part 8. Navigate conversations to highlight your expertise and maintain control. Just like taking a road trip, conversations can be an adventure, with you either meandering in the passenger seat or firmly in control behind the wheel. The advantage of driving? You get to leverage your strengths, steering the dialogue in a direction that's best for you. Sitting back can be risky because it allows the conversation to veer off course, driven by someone else's whims or, worse, dysfunctions. Envision closing a crucial deal when suddenly a colleague hijacks the conversation with tales of personal woe. Instantly the mood shifts, your client grows uncomfortable, and the deal teeters on the edge. It's imperative to gently but swiftly reroute the dialogue to safer, more pertinent grounds to avoid potential fallout. So, what's the secret to tactfully changing the topic? It's all about subtlety. Directly jumping to a new subject can be jarring and may even diminish your credibility. But when you gracefully transition by acknowledging the conversation at hand before guiding it elsewhere, you maintain a natural flow and appear more trustworthy. Take, for example, a social gathering where an acquaintance displays a provocative photo of a former classmate and comments on their physique. If the topic starts to cause discomfort, it's time for a deft redirection. You might respond by linking the subject to a broader trend. Actually, I've noticed that our generation really values fitness after college. It's quite different from our parents' approach to health, isn't it? With this strategy, you've navigated from the potentially awkward focus on an individual's appearance to a general discussion on generational attitudes toward health and fitness. This kind of pivot allows you to maintain the conversational flow bring it into an area of your expertise, and keeps the dialogue engaging without causing any bristling among the participants. Mastering this subtlety in conversation not only showcases your communication savvy, but also ensures that you can promote your strengths and guide discussions to a successful and harmonious conclusion. Part 9. Thorough preparation is the key to avoiding spontaneous slip-ups. It's tempting to believe that charisma, and a knack for verbal eloquence are the only tools needed to dazzle an audience. But even the most gifted speakers know that without preparation, they're walking a tightrope with no safety net. The truth is, success on stage is less about natural talent and more about the prep work that goes unnoticed by the audience. Even on your best days, if you're not fully engaged and ready, the spotlight can turn into a glaring reminder of vulnerability. 
A single careless comment can send your reputation into freefall without a parachute. Once the words are out there, the damage might be irreparable. Take the case of pro wrestling manager Abraham Washington, whose off the cuff remark comparing a wrestler to Kobe Bryant amid sensitive allegations against the basketball star led to his immediate dismissal. The lack of preparation cost him his job and could have been prevented had he invested time into rehearsing or at least considering the implications of his words. Think of preparation as career insurance. It's the defense mechanism you hope to never invoke, but when a crisis looms, you'll be grateful it's there. Sometimes, though, you're thrust into the spotlight with little to no warning. For those instances, it's wise to have a few universally engaging anecdotes at the ready. These can relate to commonplace conversation starters like your family, hometown, or profession. Just ensure they're captivating, yet not too intimate or potentially mortifying. It helps to weave in some intriguing facts. Say you're a traveling salesman for a robotics firm. An anecdote could be, I've had the chance to visit 40 states and see the future unfold through robotics. Staying abreast of hot-button issues is equally crucial. These are the topics that have everyone talking. They're relevant, timely, and spark conversation. Being conversant with these subjects arms you with the ability to field any related questions confidently. For example, if you're pitching your web company to investors, you must be ready to tackle any queries regarding online privacy, the issue du jour. Preparation, therefore, isn't just about avoiding gaffes. It's about setting yourself up as a knowledgeable, reliable, and engaging communicator, regardless of the setting or the notice. Part 10. Connect with your audience early and ground yourself before speaking. When it's your turn to captivate an audience with a speech or presentation, promptness alone isn't going to cut it. Success starts long before you utter your first word. It begins the moment you arrive at the venue, well in advance. Being early is not just a logistical advantage that ensures all your technical setups are in place. More than that, it's a strategic move that allows you to become one with the environment, to feel the pulse of the place where you will perform. Stand at the podium, test the acoustics, or sit where your audience will. Familiarity breeds confidence, and this confidence is your silent ally. Moreover, those first few quiet moments give you an invaluable opportunity to meet and mingle with early attendees. Casual exchanges can shed light on their interests, easing your nerves and giving you a roster of friendly faces to seek out once you're in the spotlight. When your speech is peppered with references that resonate with someone you've just laughed with or nods to topics that sparked interest in pre-event chat, engagement levels soar. The bridge between speaker and listener is fortified and your message is amplified. However, even the most warm-hearted conversations with attendees can't shield you from the jitters that might assail you as you prepare to begin. To fend them off, your breath is your best friend. Pausing for a deep, grounding breath acts as an anchor, steadying your voice and allowing you to start strong. Remember, how you sound is just as pivotal as what you say. A shaky voice can betray nerves and undercut your authority. Start at a measured pace, letting your breath dictate your tempo, ensuring your voice carries conviction throughout your delivery. 
This lesson is underscored by the incident with former Secretary of State Alexander Haig, who, amidst the chaos following an attempt on President Reagan's life, rushed to address the media. His trembling voice and uncertain demeanor belied his claim of, I am in control here, betraying him when composure was most needed. Therefore, remember to arrive early and breathe deeply. These acts are not merely preparatory. They're the foundation upon which effective, memorable communication is built. Part 11. Kindness and sensitivity should guide your communication. Effective communication goes far beyond the boardroom. It has a place at celebratory events, intimate gatherings, and moments of personal reflection. When it's your turn to speak at an event as momentous as a wedding, tread lightly. Recounting tales of raucous college escapades or bawdy jokes might not be the right fit, especially if there's a risk of causing embarrassment or altering the perception of the couple. Crafting your speech requires an empathetic touch, ensuring that it's befitting the occasion and the individuals involved. Instead of risking discomfort with potentially inappropriate content, home in on stories that celebrate and align with the personalities of those you're honoring. Aim for a speech that is pithy yet warm, one that leaves no room for squirms in the audience. This sensitivity becomes even more crucial when discussing subjects like illness or personal challenges. The key is to accentuate the positive without ignoring reality. Consider the example of Sarah and her candid disclosure of living with Williams syndrome. While acknowledging the challenges it presents, she chooses to spotlight the potential for musical talent that the condition may enhance. Mastery of sensitive communication often boils down to empathy, the ability to understand and share the feelings of others. Whether you're engaging in first encounters, navigating through delicate personal discussions, or even proposing new ideas to superiors at work, a thoughtful consideration of your audience's feelings, preferences, and situations is paramount. Take, for instance, the tender subject of bereavement. Comparing grief levels by overlaying your own experiences can be clumsy and unhelpful. Pain is personal and individual. A more empathetic approach involves sharing a heartfelt tribute or a fond memory of the departed, which can offer solace and revivify positive remembrances. Embracing empathy and appropriate communication isn't just a tactic. It's a reflection of your respect and understanding for the people and the shared moment. When you speak from a place of kindness and careful consideration, your words have the power to uplift, connect, and comfort, leaving a lasting and meaningful impression. Final summary. In the quest for effective communication, the golden rule is clarity, conveying your message with precision from the get-go, tailored for your audience, and cutting through the noise with just the right words. With this book as your guide, you'll learn seven cardinal principles to navigate a spectrum of communication, conundrums. Whether you're delivering a high-stakes presentation, negotiating a delicate conversation, or aiming to leave a lasting impression, the key lies in brevity, relevance, and a steadfast avoidance of controversy or impropriety. Preparation is more than just a best practice. It's an insurance policy against public speaking pitfalls. By honing your message, embracing empathy, and understanding your listeners, you'll become adept in the art of pitch-perfect communication.
No matter the context, these insights will equip you to captivate, persuade, and ultimately succeed as you master the art of saying it right, the first and only time you need to. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.